today I will be sharing the word with you and this is going to be a series that is going to blow your socks off. It's going to give you some more understanding and, and hopefully a closer relationship with the Lord. And the name of this series is called The Life of Jesus Christ. Last Sunday evening at our meetup, we had the introduction of the life of Christ and I thought it was so powerful because the Holy Spirit began to open up to us that there's many Jesus Christ crises that are all around the world. There's there's d people who are worshiping the G another Jesus Christ and not the Jesus Christ of the scriptures. And what do I mean about that is we briefly touch that um, there's a Jesus Christ of grace there's a jesus christ of fire and brimstone there's a jesus christ of prosperity there's a jesus christ of religion there's a jesus christ uh the prophet there's a jesus christ uh that the white jesus the black jesus i mean the 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 all the different type of uh um uh, identities that we give our Lord and Savior not according to the scripture or the identity we give our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ with partial revelation of the scripture and so the Lord had placed it on my heart and I say that this is a privilege and, and an honor to even be able to convey and to share the life of Jesus Christ. It is a privilege and an honor to share the life of Jesus Christ. Um, I've been saved for over uh, 10 years now, about 13 years. And I've seen, and not just, and I want to make this clear. I'm not saying, because there's many people say, oh, I've been saved all my life. Well, I've been saved for 20 years. I've been saved for 15 years. But what I'm sharing with you today is that I've been saved, sanctified, and obedient to the Lord. I've been, I've, I, and I worship and I, and I spend time in the presence of God every single day of my life every thir every single day of my 13 years being saved that's that's the difference with with saying then saying that i've been saved because i've been going i'm saved because i've been going to church for 13 years or oh, i've been saved because when i was not uh for 13 years because when i was in my 20s i said the salvation prayer and through that time, I was in and out of the church or I was in and out of sin or I was in and out of um, my will and God's will. No, this what I'm sharing with you today. And, and, and I take no glory for this. No glory for this. I know you guys hear me say this over and over that God loved me more than I loved myself. That the Christ that we're talking about today, the Christ of the scripture, 
gave me the power that I needed to live holy. Why? Because I wanted it. Why? Because I was willing to sacrifice for it. That the Christ of the scriptures that I'm talking about today is the God that will that will see your value more than you see your um see you better or greater than you see yourself. At times I felt like I couldn't make it. At times I felt like I wanted to give up. At times it wasn't all this peachy creamy oh I love Jesus. At at a few times I was mad at the Lord because I felt like he was making me go through things that I didn't deserve. And that's also, and then that's what I began to learn that that's also self-righteousness because the Bible says that there is only one who is holy and one who was worthy to um, unlock the seal. And, and that one was Jesus Christ. And if we decide that we want to live 365 days the best we can righteous 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 all day all day we could never earn our salvation the sin and the unrighteousness god is so holy he said no 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 Someone had to die for this sin. Someone had to suffer. Someone had to, has to get their back ripped open. Someone had to get nails uh, pierced in their hands. Someone has to get their rip, beard ripped out of their face. Someone has to be beaten beyond recognition. And I can go on and on and on to be able to die for a sin so i'm not saying this like oh you know i'm so holy and thou and i'm so righteous and i've been living holy for 13 years and this and that no 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 no. what i'm saying is the christ of the scripture is able to keep you and that is the power of the gospel that is the power of jesus christ and that right there is where we fail as a church that's why there's so many people who do not want to go to church they don't want to serve god because the church has become powerless if you can't tell me that god has given you the power to to abstain from fornication when he says fornication is a sin and that sin is it um if you are if you are if you die in that sin then that sin will lead you to hell if you tell in other words if you can if you tell me that the god of the scriptures cannot deliver you from hell then there's another god that you're serving so what I mean is God will never, ever tell you that you can't do something that is not attainable. He will never put more on you than what you can bear. So I'm standing here as a mere human being with flaws, with imperfections, saying to you that yes, when I was bound to fornication, when I was bound to 
uh, drug addiction, when I was bound to um, um, cursing, when I was bound to lying, when I was bound to stealing, it was the Christ of the scripture that set me free for over 13 years and every single day of my life I gave to him because he he it was he who gave me a fresh new start a fresh new beginning a fresh new power a fresh new glory a fresh new identity a fresh new strength that I never even had in myself so this is why we live for him. This is why we, we love him. This is why we serve him. This is why we obey. Because there's no other thing that I or other person that I had in this world that I know that died for me. There's no other person that I know that gave me the peace that I have today. There's no other person that I know that loved me past my faults, past my mistakes, past my brokenness. It was Christ of the scripture. And we're going to get into the journey and the life of Christ because we need to see why, why do we serve him? See, God didn't come to force us to serve him. God came so that we will live and have a life and live a life abundantly. So again, who is the Christ that you serve? Because we have a cry and we mentioned it. I'm not going to uh, be uh, I'm not going to have so much repetition going because I would love for those who are listening online, those who will be re- listening to this recording and those who are on this conference call today that if you want to really, really, really get this in your spirit and you want to learn about Christ of the scripture then I, it, I, I really encourage you to first listen to the introduction of this message and study this, this word and get it into your spirit. So I want everyone to turn with me to Matthew's chapter one. And that's Matthew's chapter one, starting at verse one. Anybody want to, if you want to know the life of Christ, then you have to go back to the gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, John. These were all the disciples who walked with him, who talked with him. And they all gave a different account of what they experienced. But you know, what's so powerful. Every single thing that they shared, it confirmed itself. But it was told from a few different perspectives. But isn't that how powerful God is? That God can give you, he can tell you one thing, but you can have uh, three or four different revelations of what he's saying. The Bible says that we cannot even fathom the magnitude of his glory. So we're going to start how Jesus Christ came to be. And that's Matthew chapter 1 verse 1. I'll be reading and then um, I'll and we'll continue from there. As a matter of fact, I'm going to have Jason read for us and we'll um, and I'll 
intercept if I need to. Thank you so much. Matthew chapter 1, verses 1. This is the genealogy of Jesus the Messiah, the son of David, the son of Abraham. Abraham was the father of Isaac, Isaac the father of Jacob, Jacob the father of Judah and his brothers, Judah the father of Perez and Zerah, whose mother was Tamar, Perez the father of he. Hezron, Hezron the father of Ram, Ram the father of Abimadad, Abimadad the father of Hashan, Hashan the, fa the father of Salam, Salam the father of Boaz, whose mother was Rahab, Boaz the father of Obed, whose mother was Ruth, Obed the father of, Jace, of Jesse, and Jesse the father of King David. David was the father of Solomon, whose mother, whose mother had been Uriah's wife. Solomon, the father of Rehoboam, Rehoboam, the father of Abijah, Abijah, the father of Asa, Asa, the father of Jehoshaphat, Jehoshaphat, the father of Jehoram, Jehoram, the father of Uzziah, Uzziah, the father of Jotham. Jotham the father of Ahaz, Ahaz the father of Hezekiah, Hezekiah the father of Manasseh, Manasseh the father of Amon, Amon the father of Josiah, and Josiah the father of Jeconiah, and his brothers at the time of the exile to Babylon. After the exile to Babylon, Jeconiah the f was the father of Shiltel. Shiltel, the father of Jerusalem. Jerusalem, the father of Abihud. Abihud, the father of El Elakim. Elakim, the father of Ezar. Ezar, the father of Zodok. Zodok, the father of Ekim. Ekim, the father of Elihud. Elihud, the father of Elizar, Elizar, the father of Methan, Methan, the father of Jacob, and Jacob, the father of Joseph, the husband of Mary, and Mary was the mother of Jesus, who is called the Messiah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Wherever you are, I want you to say the genealogy of Jesus Christ. The genealogy of Jesus Christ. Many times when we read the scripture and we see all these names, we start, we want to rush past them. They're hard to pronounce. They're, they're Hebrew names. And we, and you know, we skip over and we say, ah, let me just keep reading to something I understand. But when you take the time and you realize that these were also ordinary people, these were also people who did not even know that their stand with God would birth something great. These people like you and I were just simply sons and daughters 
of the Most High God. God had to see them beyond the way that they saw themselves. God had a plan through Jacob. God had a plan through Boaz. God had a plan through King David, the son, the, the, the son, the Christ, the savior of the world. Hallelujah. What, what seed do you have in your ovaries? I mean, sorry, not what seed do you have in your body? Oh man. What gift will you receive? Your, your lineage will receive a woman. Will the next is the next king or the next queen in you, in your generation. That's why it's so important that we teach our, our children the righteousness of God, because you never that, that same teaching and number one, by the way we teach is by the way we live. Children, they hear what we say all the time, but they're watching us more when, 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 um, by the way that we live. So your, your lifestyle, your, the way you move, the way you speak, the way you love, the way you hate, the way you curse, all that is being passed down from generation to generation. And guess what? Your, your child will teach his or her child and so on. So this had to be a strong lineage, a strong uh, 